And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up On Blast Raps post-game show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and this episode of Wrap It Up is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop. 2013 Danforth Avenue in the East End of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew. There's a wise man once said, tell him that I sent you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. Raptors fans, how we feeling on this Friday night? Think things are going pretty good. People are feeling great. Thank you, as always, for tuning in as you do live on Twitter after each and every Toronto Raptors game at Shell Alexander. Really appreciate appreciate y'all rocking with us on this, the only live and interactive Toronto Raptors postgame show there is. Same thing goes for Instagram. Taking your comments and questions there as well at Sheldon Alexander. And if you are on the Instagram feed right now at any moment and you see this feed and you want to hear and see my guy Q, see the full set, just click the link in bio. That will get you to the full feed that you see on Twitter. And for my Twitter peeps, in case you know it's 1030, you're getting ready for the party, you want to get hype a little but catch the rest of the podcast later, don't worry. We got you covered. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, like and subscribe, any and all those places. Support the movement that is a Wrap It Up podcast. Why? Because we rep the team that is the defending NBA champions. And that squad right now just won their 13th straight game. Again, franchise record, 13th straight game. Also a record, their 10th straight road win. With a 115-106 victory over the Indiana Pacers. Again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. I'm joined by my guy Q. Q, what's going on? How hype are you right now? How are you feeling, man? You know what? I, I came in, honestly, I'll be very honest with you. I came into tonight thinking this is going to be the letdown game. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the, come, the come from behind win was too hype. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Indiana's coming, division, uh, the conference rivals. Yep. Thinking that they were going to come back hurt from that game and, and, and you know. And the thing is, they're going to be at home. Yeah. The crowd's going to be hype. They're going to have a chip on their shoulder because they're going to feel like we blew that last game. Yeah. So we got to get them back. Like, if there was a game the Raps were going to get blown out, I could have seen it be this game. Yeah. But I should know better by now. We, <laughs> we should, should all know, know better, better by now, right? Definitely. This team, it doesn't matter what you throw at them. No matter what, whoever decides to check into the game, this squad will just play with heart. They'll play with passion. All those things that sound like cliches, right? Like if you're just a casual person checking in and you hear all the cliches, oh, they play hard. They try hard. They, you know, give their effort. They give 110%. (laughs) All those things that sound like cliches actually describe this team. And That's what makes it so fun. I've been repeating that all season long. But the thing, too, you look at a game like this, right? Lots going on. Kyle Lowry got off to a great start in this game. And he's been, obviously, the leader of this team, the face of the franchise, all that fun stuff. But then he goes down, and it doesn't matter because here comes Terrence Davis. I tweeted this out. Terrence Davis is your favorite Raptor's favorite Raptor. Yeah. And... My guy just continues to ball to the point where right before we started this podcast, you read a tweet or a comment from someone saying what? 
I'll let you Some, say it. Someone said that Terrence Davis is the best rookie Raptor since Mr. Vince Lamar, Vincent Lamar Carter. Now, I'm going to say this. I don't think that's true, mm-hmm. right? But the whole fact that it actually took me a second to think about it and be like, nah, Chris Bosh had a better rookie year. DeMar probably had a better rookie year, at least somewhat close. Mm-hmm. Because just like their points per game average is more. Now, those teams were way worse. Those guys had to do more on crappier teams. Yeah. But in terms of impact, and obviously the team's good, and my guy's contributing, and in a season where everybody's been injured on the team, the only guy to play in every single game this season? Terrence Davis the second. Your favorite Raptors, favorite Raptor, Terrence Davis. And here's the thing that's so good about this guy. I said it all along, the fact that the way that he plays seems under control at all times, which you don't really see that poise from a rookie yeah. in the NBA when they make that leap. And this guy is an undrafted rookie, meaning anybody could have had this guy. Yeah. Undrafted rookie comes in. Didn't even in. play on our summer league team. <laughs> he played one game and they signed yeah. him. No, but they signed him and then he played one game. Then he played, yes. No, he played another summer league so, game for yeah. someone else. Yeah. Balled out. Yeah. And then they signed, the Raptors signed him. And you see this guy and the the numbers that he just puts up. Sometimes to me, it's not even about the numbers as much as it's just about the impact that he has on the game. Because you saw a bit of it, a bit of everything in that fourth quarter. Yeah. You saw my guy, first off, the, the most crazy play that I, I want to say recently, I've only seen Zion do mm-hmm. on a complete switch or swing of the ball to the corner. Terrence Davis goes from underneath the basket all the way to the three-point line to contest and block a three-point shot. Yep. Right? Like, the only person I've seen do that recently is Zion in college. Yeah. And the college three-point line is obviously closer than the NBA three-point line. So you saw that on defense. That block was insane. You saw my guy driving to the basket, getting dimed off for dunks. Yep. You saw a stick-back dunk. You saw three-pointers. What can't Terrence Davis do? Like, where, where's the ceiling for this guy right now? Honestly. I, I don't know. And and the thing, the thing that I'm impressed with is – is is he does it obviously he does it against second unit guys, but Kyle goes down mm-hmm. and he's got Victor Oladipo on him and it's the same thing. Yeah. When I went to the game on Chicago, he was shooting over Zach Levine. Yeah. Right. So it's not like he's getting this off against other guys, mm-hmm. other teams, second units. Yeah. It's second unit starters, whoever. Yeah. And the thing too that I love about Terrence Davis, he's as you mentioned, he's not scared. Yeah. He's not afraid of anyone. And Night in, night out, he comes in, and it takes him a little while to kind of find his his footing. And even in the situation where I thought he might look a little bit out of control, and it was when McDermott, or no, not McDermott, uh, McConnell scored a bucket on him, yeah, and then he came right back down. It was the first time I was kind of like, uh, slow up, slow up. But no, my guy just took it coast to coast and got yeah. the bucket back. And the thing I love is the smile you see on this guy's face. Like, he's unfazed. He never looks nervous. He's having fun at all times. You heard uh, Brad Faye talk about during the, the post-game interview how he runs back on defense. He can hear Matt Devlin yelling, <laughs> right? Yep. Terrence Davis having a great time, and he's laughing and pointing at Matt Devlin. Like, th- this guy, he fits in so well with the rest of this team in terms of guys that have had to scrap and claw and fight their way into the NBA yep. to be big time contributors. And this is a guy that 
you know, embodies that. Yeah. I mean, he skipped the step of of being a Raptors 905 guy, but with that said, he still fits in right away yeah. with the stories of Fred Van Fleet, with Pascal Siakam, these guys who get a chance in Toronto and they run with it. Yeah, It's a beautiful thing to watch. And just his confidence. I mean, you remember a couple of weeks back, Nick Nurse mm-hmm. talking about played him five minutes, said it was five minutes too much, and yeah. right? Yep. And Came out the next game in Charlotte. Yeah, but but I'm just thinking, like, for most, even the top players, right? Even first-round lottery draft picks, that would break their careers right there. (laughs) Right? That that would be the end of them. They'd be asking for trades out of town. They would be sulking for the rest of the year. Yeah. It would be, you know what I mean? They might not know how to handle that adversity. Exactly. But he took it, took the criticism, not one complaint, came out the very next game, started, and, and, and has been balling ever since. Terrence Davis in this game, 25 minutes. My guy had 17 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block. Because why? This Toronto Raptors team plays defense as well. Yeah. And this has to be kind of deflating for the Indiana Pacers, who are in a weird spot. They're now, what, 1-4, I want to say, since um, Victor Oladipo has come back into the lineup. And it's tough to integrate one of your best players yeah. who's coming off a serious injury who, you know, obviously isn't going to be able to be going at 100% right away. Right. And so shot selection tends to be an issue. Who gets the ball and goes when tends to be an issue. But either way. Even the, even the rotation. The rotation, for right? sure. Because they have. And he's still on a minutes restriction. Yes, they have. They have. Th- Three point guards. They have Aaron Holiday. They have McConnell, who's, yeah. who balled out tonight, and they have Brogdon. Then they have Oladipo. Then they have Justin Holiday. Yeah. So I think you know. I mean, Ross Raptors. We were in the same same predicament when when uh, Kyle first came back off injury, where mm-hmm. it's like, who's going to play? Yeah. How many minutes? Mm-hmm. Right. So the, Indiana's kind of going through that now. Yeah. Right. Where Vic is probably their best player, but obviously coming off a year off, he's a little rusty. And guys that have been here are now taking secondary roles, and yeah, you know, and, and again, only, there's only teams like the Raptors that can kind of handle that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with with the rest of the, with the their bench, how they how they take you know going back to the bench and playing less minutes. It's a tough spot, right? Because you think about Indy, they're right there, kind of in that that pocket that was so close between yeah. two to six, and now the Raps are really starting to pull some separation. From, you know, just solidifying their spot in the two seed. And if you're Indiana now, you're kind of dropping back. Same with Philly, who's been playing poorly as of late. And you really got to sort things out. But if you look at it, this could end up being a first-round matchup very easily, right? That 3-6 matchup. And Indiana's a really good team still. I think it'll take them some time to figure things out. But the one thing, as you just mentioned, I want to piggyback on, it just shows how great the Raptors foundation is that they're able to deal with whatever whatever you throw at them because Kyle Lowry was playing great in this game when he left right Kyle Lowry's numbers 16 points 11 assists on 6 of 11 shooting but the thing that I liked so much about Kyle Lowry in the last two games because this game and last game with it being against the Pacers what I like to call the big boy games as you know 
Lowry came out and eight of the first 16 points Kyle Lowry scored. Like he came out with the purpose. He came out being aggressive. And when he's doing that, it's so much easier for the rest of the team to follow his lead. And he did such a good job of that because the Raptors pretty much led this game wire to wire, right? Like they led after the first quarter 31 or 36, 31, and they were pretty much in control. They just couldn't like, not that they were going to blow out the Pacers, but the Pacers kept sticking around, and the Raps just, it's like they took turns. I feel yeah. like Kyle started it, then Freddie kind of picked up, then Kyle and Serge had it going like crazy, and maybe Serge is a guy we got to give a lot more credit to. Definitely. This is another game for Serge, 22 points, 10 rebounds, 9 of 17 shooting, 3 of 5 from 3. Serge Ibaka continues to impress. How much are you enjoying this season from Serge Ibaka? <laughs> We were talking before the game about uh, somebody made a. Uh, they were talking about how, uh, what was it, Serge, Serge? Oh, sorry, it was Victor Oladipo. Okay. And uh, Sabonis mm-hmm. were traded for Serge Ibaka. Yeah. Right, Orlando and OKC. Yep. Right. Which ended up turning into Paul George. Yep. Right. So if you think about that, Serge Ibaka was once traded for both Victor Oladipo, <laughs> right? It's crazy to think <laughs> and about. Sabonis, yeah. And Sabonis, yeah. and that tur- ended up turning in to, to Paul George, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. This is Serge, who really doesn't even start on our team, no. right? So I, I just think it's just the Raptors. I don't know if it's if it's Siakam. I don't know what it is, but it's it just seems like everybody came back a little bit more polished this year. I think, well... I mean, go back to last year. Serge Ibaka had a great season he last had a good year. year. And I think that Nick Nurse really unlocked the next phase of Serge's career because I think towards the end of his OKC career, the kind of issues he had, he wasn't playing inside as much. Mm-hmm. He's settling a lot more for jump shots and being a lot more on the perimeter. And what really opened up and unlocked Serge, I think, was last year when Nick Nurse made the decision, hey, we're going to play you with the five. Yeah. Right. And we're going to have the rotation of you and JV. We don't know who's going to start night in, night out. Mm-hmm. But either way, you're playing the five and you kind of you have to dominate the paint. Right. And I think that mindset, him not being able to play the four. Mm-hmm. Right. Force him mentally to stick in. Oh, I control the paint. I need to get these rebounds because every time we've seen Serge start. He's in that 10 rebound mark. Yep. He's holding down the paint. We know on the defensive end. He's going to block shots because that's what Serge does. Yeah. But I really think Nick Nurse unlocked something new in this new NBA where you're right. you're seeing less and less big guys. But at the same time, if you're Serge and you're able to do a little bit of both, meaning inside-outside game, right. you can really flourish. And that's what we've seen for the last two years. And especially this year, I mean, I was saying this before I left work today to, to a couple of my boys. Serge low-key could be the Raps MVP of this season, no? With the yeah. amount of time that Gasol's missed. Right. Serge has balled out. And you think back to two years ago where it was just like, Serge, what do you do? Like, he was so frustrating what, to watch. But that's what I'm saying. But it, it, like now he's driving to the basket and it's under control. He's mm-hmm. dropping dimes, mm-hmm. you know, in the paint. And, and totally. there's, there's no offensive foul, off the, uh, offensive fouls driving out of control. And it's, it's just, it, like I said, it's just like everybody, him, Norm, everybody's just come back a little bit more polished. Yeah. Yeah, it's a work, and I love and I love that too. In in terms of what you're saying, in terms of you look at the the Raptors 
sometimes a team that wins a championship. I was just about right? to say that. Yep. They have like that championship hangover. Yeah. And it said this team came back hungrier than ever. And I don't know if that was Kawhi leaving. So it's like you have a chip on your shoulder, yeah. something to prove. I don't know if it's a fact that so many of the vets are on expiring deals. Yeah. So of course they have something to play for. I don't know if it's the mix of young and old. So like the young boys keep the vets or everybody doubting, hungry. everybody doubting them or whatever, whatever it is. It just, everybody, everybody seems. And like you said, like they just won a championship. Mm -hmm. They should have been boozing and partying it up all summer. <laughs> and they were, looks like they went from the parade to the gym to practice. Cause like I said, everybody's has come back polished. Everybody's added something to their game. And it's just, I mean, it's great to see. And I should mention as well, I did say Kyle Lowry had a great run in this game and left the game with injury. He had whiplash. Yeah. Uh looked like he was he was diving for the ball and it looked like his shoulder or his neck kind of bent awkwardly into Serge's lower body, didn't play for the rest of the game. And who knows? I mean, we'll wait and see. Hopefully Nick Nurse sound will come out while we're talking on this podcast i'm sure it will so maybe there's an update there yeah. but the fact that he wasn't able to return and you know it's kyle lowry you know he if he could return yeah he would want to return for this game as well but it's kind of a scare there for the raps but at the same time something they're kind of used to during yeah. the season yeah, and definitely. even just within this game pascal left earlier on in the game poked with, in the eye. Yeah. got poked in the eye uh ronde got him by accident and when he came back he really struggled yeah. Until late when something you talked about, the way that they tried to play Pascal mm -hmm. is it always ends up being a guard on him because they try to have Jeremy Lamb, a bigger body guard, Fred or Kyle right. to try to like slow them down. Right. That obviously means you end up with Brogdon or Oladipo. Yeah. On Pascal. And it wasn't until really late. But I'll say it was in winning time, yep. so I give him marks for that. Definitely. Now, Pascal got the ball in the post, and what did he do, Q? Went, went to the basket, <laughs> right? Like, I, I mean, I think sometimes with, with his game, I think sometimes people forget, and I guess with today's NBA, mm -hmm. you forget that Pascal is a power forward. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, it, and it's good to see, especially when they put a guard on him for most of the game for him to actually use that power. Yeah. And some of his best moves are his, is his footwork in the post. Yeah, totally. So especially now when you have somebody who's three, four inches shorter than you, you even have a greater advantage, right? Or even you draw in double teams because then they have to double team you. And I don't think they went to that enough in the middle of the game. Mm -hmm. They started with it they and they ended with it. But during that middle of the game when he was actually struggling, he didn't go to the post and try and get those easy baskets. And maybe, hey, we'll make a little excuse for Pascal. Maybe the eye was bothering him when he came back because there's a huge gap between the start of the second half and when he actually got that bucket with, like, what, two minutes left to go in the game. Yeah. Um, finished with 15 points, but 6 of 20 shooting, 1 of 5 from 3. Not a very efficient game from Pascal as, I mean, let's be honest, he's had some good games mm -hmm. since he's come back from injury, but he's not scoring at the same clip that he was pre-injury, right? Definitely not. Um, and mind you, you know, there's there's lots of different reasons for that because I think the clip that he was at before he got hurt mm -hmm. was also aided by the fact that the ra other Raptors were injured. So right. he was scoring at a higher number just by, I don't want to say by default, but by necessity. Yeah. Because somebody has to score those buckets. Right. And so when he goes out, that gave an opportunity for other guys 
to also get more confident in their game, get more buckets. So it's kind of balancing out as he, you know, if he's averaging 20 to 22 points per game for the whole season, that's kind of where I might have seen it at the start of the year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to what it was, it like twenty five to yeah. twenty six early. Yeah. Like it was, it was hot. He, he was on. He was on. He was in the. He was being mentioned in the MVP race at the at the at yes. very early in the season. Right. Going to say and, something and then I stopped myself. And I think. Yes. And I think. And I think also. And I think also. Him coming back, I don't think teams really knew. Like obviously he was kind of forecasted to be the the new star of the team. Yeah. But I don't think teams really geared. Strictly for him, yeah. you know what I mean. Where, yep. yeah, we have to pay attention to this guy, but can he really be that number one option? Nobody really knew, and then he started to show it, and now defenses are more geared towards him. Yeah, totally. so I think so. I think there's there's that factor, and then just the just I mean, like like you know LeBron, Kawhi, these guys, you know, it takes a little something. It's not just skill; it's a little something extra for yeah. you to be the focal point of your team. Game in, game out, eighty for eighty-two games. It's hard, and and just stay consistent, right? What do we say all the time? There's levels to this shit, right? Definitely. And uh, credit where credits due, especially once Kyle goes down. Fred Van Fleet had to handle the load big time for the Toronto Raptors in this game. Twenty points from Freddie, seven assists, a solid six of fourteen shooting. And the thing I love about Fred Van Fleet in this game, he had an answer mm-hmm. every time. It seemed like you know the Pacers would cut the lead to like one or cut it to two. Freddie would come back down and just make a play. Even if it was hitting a layup, hitting a three or finding whatever. Yeah. Freddie was making the play and it's been great to watch this Raptors team night in, night out. It's going to be someone else. And it's great during the regular season. Um, It makes me so excited to see what's going to happen in the playoffs because I've always said this and it goes back to the, the old Raptors teams, which yep. I think I'm not going to get into the argument whether this team is better than the pre-Kawhi Raptors teams with right. DeMar. Right. I'm not going to get into that argument. But what I always thought about with those teams that went like 11 deep with the bench mob and all that was, okay, well, come playoff time, who's your dudes? How are you getting it done in the playoffs? That was always right. my question. Yep. And so that's kind of my same thought process this year. And it's not a, oh my God, I'm worried about who it's going to be. I'm kind of excited to see who. Yeah, gonna... yeah, yeah. To see who steps up in the moments, right? Because you, we know now, Freddie's not scared. Yep. You know, Pascal has the confidence of being the main guy. You know, Norm's definitely not. <laughs> not Norm's not afraid of taking shots. There's not a bad shot, Norm. <laughs> right. And then you got a guy like Terrence Davis, who clearly is not afraid of anything. Yeah. So this team, man, they got a lot of dogs on this team, and it's great to it's watch. Good to see. So good, and to I see. think you know we talk about the man when he has zero points. Mm-hmm. I think we should talk about him when he had a good game. Big the, bounce yeah, back, the man OG. Big bounce back from OG. As you mentioned, he had zero points in his last game. Yep. First time he did that since his rookie year, I'm pretty sure. And comes back in this one, 16 points, five of eight shooting, three of five from three, which is huge. Yep. 16 points, great to see. What did you make of OG's game tonight? What did you like about it? What do you think the biggest difference was from last game to this game? Uh, I think it was just, he would just seem more in the game. Like it was both, like obviously it was great to see the scoring, but I think OG's strength is his defense mm-hmm. and it was there tonight. He came up for the, with a few steals. Um, 
but then yeah, his shot, he just shooting with confidence. Yeah. He wasn't second guessing it. Um he was cutting to the basket. Yeah. He just he just seemed to have his 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 head on the offensive end tonight. Totally agree. Great game from OG. And a, another big thing to point out, because it's a thing that OG does regardless, is play defense. Well, my guy had five steals in this game. Yeah. <laughs> right? That, that's just a reminder of bottom line, no matter what. That's what this team does, is they play defense. Definitely. Incredible night from OG. Uh, DJ Raymond checks in and says, happy for OG, especially since he had such a tough game last game. So it's a great thing to see. As again, the Raptors win this one 115 to 106 over the Indiana Pacers. As mentioned earlier, Raptors win their franchise record 13th straight game and 10th straight game on the road. This team, I mean, you looked ahead at the schedule and coming off victories against, you know, the Cavs, yeah. right? Coming off victories against like the lower, let's be honest, not yeah. so good teams. Yeah, definitely. Right? It was interested to see how they would match up in this home and home against the Pacers with Oladipo back. I honestly, with honestly, Oladipo I back, yeah. going in going into this this home and home, I, I thought split, mm-hmm. right? I thought split. Definitely happy with the split for sure, yeah. for sure. And instead, <laughs> yeah. and you know, it, it's almost it's like it's again. I hate to keep bringing up Kawhi. But it's just like going into Golden State, right? Where they thought, "Oh, we, we, let's get one," and he's like, "No, why not get both?" Exactly. Right? And I think they, exactly. I think it's just that you can see that mentality is still with the Raptors. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it stayed with them. Totally agree with that. But let's get to our Ask on Blast segment, which really, this is what we do here. We take your comments and questions, whether you are live on Twitter at Shell Alexander or on Instagram, please write in, give us your comments and questions. Who killed it tonight? What do you guys think of this Raptors performance? Ask us questions. We got answers. Or just give us your comments and thoughts on the game. Let's start on Twitter as... Matthew says, yo, people were tripping, wanted to, wanting to trade OG. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it, I was so much about wanting to trade OG. Yeah. It was more so if the right offer came. Like, I'm not oh, seeking yeah. to trade OG. But I think his inconsistencies and the consistencies of Norm, Terrence Davis, even, you know, Rondé proving to be yeah. a key contributor. You could make up those minutes and deal with the in. in Make up for the inconsistencies yeah. of OG, no? Yeah, if, if the Raptors were going to make a trade, mm-hmm. he is the one, I guess, trade chip, the yeah. one one guy with value on the team that minus him, I think this team is still okay if you're if you're adding a new piece. Totally right? Agree. So if the Raptors were to make a trade, were to have made a trade at the trade deadline, which obviously we can see now that they didn't, mm-hmm. OG would be that trade chip to go get whoever. Totally agree. And and so, hey, as mentioned, though, it's great to see OG bounce back and have such a good game. As Mike checks in on Twitter and Mike says, OG had the scarf game today. <laughs> I mean, Serge still had a scarf game. Yeah. But yeah, OG gets to rock his scarf proudly after this one as well. But speaking of Serge, Alex on Instagram checks in and says, Ibaka is playing like the most underrated big man in the league right now. This guy does anything. Puts up great scoring numbers, block shots, rebounds, solid free throw shooter, veteran presence. And I'm going to add something to that, Alex. His last couple games, 
shooting the three with confidence. And I can't lie to you, Q. I'm still in the phase where when Surge gears up to shoot the three, sometimes I'm still like, oh, Surge, no. <laughs> but he still wets them. Like, Surge, he's playing out of his mind right now. And I like what Alex said. He might be one of the most underrated bigs right now in the league because Definitely. he stepped in and they're not missing a beat. Not that... Not that it was it was never about him or Gasol numbers-wise. I'm just talking about maintaining his paint presence and holding down the block for the Raps. I think it, that's the thing. Is, I think it's good to see because the Raptors, over the last two years, the center position has been a tandem, mm -hmm. right? So when you go up against, I'm going to just say, like an Andre Drummond who's going for 20 and 20, combined, Gasol, whether it's JV and Surge or Gasol and Surge, mm -hmm. we're giving you 25 and 20. Yep. Right. So you're winning. You were winning that battle, but it was a tandem. What is what is good to see is that now with Marcus Saul hurt, that you're not taking that dip. Yeah. Serge is able to handle that load by himself. When Mark was in and Serge was out, Mark was able to handle that load by himself. And to kind of piggyback on that, T Swizz on Instagram says Abaka's passing seems to be getting better. The Gasol effect. Yeah. Well, that was and I don't know if you equate that to Gasol. I don't know. But it is kind of interesting. You mentioned it. Yeah. There was a one play where Serge got the ball at the top of the key, yeah. up faked, drove to the basket, and dumped it off to Rondé. And what did you say? You said that normally what would happen? Sur a sur the Serge from, say, two years ago, mm -hmm. that would have been an offensive foul. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or that ball would have went off somebody's leg or went out of bounds. Or <laughs> it just but it just it just looks so clean when he did that. Like yeah. oh, that's, yeah. that's not the surge that we remember, but it's the surge of, of right now, which is good to see. Totally good to see. Dvad59 on Instagram says, I love watching Abaka's game. Speaking for everybody right now in Raptors yep. land. Uh Cowboy on Twitter says what a game for Abaka and Davis Lowry was playing good too 13 baby <laughs> uh, Matthew says I think we can keep this winning streak going till the Milwaukee game uh, when is the Milwaukee game I gotta check the Raps schedule that Milwaukee game is not till the 25th I believe <laughs> that's how far <laughs> that's how far Matthew's going right now yeah. I know they play the Nets tomorrow night uh, let's see here as I scroll down to get the, the schedule. Nets on a back to back. Yeah, they got so they, the Timberwolves on Monday. Then the Nets again next Wednesday. Yeah. Then a week from now, they're playing Phoenix. Then they play Indiana. Then they play the Bucks. I mean, I see what he's saying, though. Yeah. I see what uh, Matthew's uh, saying. Because uh, it's two winnable Brooklyn games. games yeah. Two Brooklyn games. The new dynamic duo in Minnesota, <laughs> which I said that very sarcastically because I ain't buying that no. until I see them actually do something. You could be happy that you want to play with your friends, but D-Wade and LeBron tricked y'all, eh? <laughs> like, D-Wade and LeBron, that was still hard for them because they wanted yeah. to play with their friends. And they have a third friend. <laughs> exactly. So, D'Angelo Russell and freaking Carl Anthony Towns, it's great that y'all want to be friends, but y'all better not still be in the lottery in two years because y'all might not be <laughs> friends anymore. Has Carl even won a game yet since November? Yo, come on, man. But back to the raps. Back to positive things. Yep. So Brooklyn, Minnesota, Brooklyn again. Should be three wins, you hope? Maybe. Should be three wins. Cool. Phoenix, Indiana, which, I mean, Indiana should be fired up to try to get one from the raps. Yep. But then he got that showdown against the Bucks. 
And that's a big, 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 big game, of course. But if the Raps keep that going, that's crazy, right? No, like... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, what, until the Bucks, to, they're, that would take it to eighteen. Until the until until the Bucks, they're not playing anybody with a, with a better record than them. Yeah. Um. But I mean, they are. They do have the third best record in the league. So there's not too many teams out there that do. Um. I think health would also those, be a factor. You hope Kyle course, Lowry's healthy, of course. Um. Those Brooklyn games, eh, those are gonna be tough games. Those aren't. They're not playing the Chicago's and Cleveland's. Those aren't walk in the building with a win games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are games they're still gonna have to come out and execute. But with the way they're playing, or the way at least, I mean, let's put away the Chicago game and the Cleveland game. The way they just played against Indiana, these two games, mm-hmm. two big back to back big boy games. If they're playing like that, it will be until until the Milwaukee game. Yeah, uh, Matthew says, bro, if they do that, I'm throwing a scarf party. <laughs> Can <laughs> I'm I come? I'm coming. <laughs> we I'm come? Coming. Let's go. Uh, let's see what else we got going here. Lisa checks in on, on Twitter, and Lisa says, Abaka said Mark inspired his passing a lot. This is an amazing team. Yeah. <laughs> these guys all seem to like each other, too, which I know people take for granted. Yeah. But you can tell these guys really do like each other yeah. well pascal said that right in the in the the, the, the halftime interview mm-hmm. he was like yeah like we actually hang out we go <laughs> we go out for dinner every yeah, night yeah, and yeah. we we actually hang out like we see them all summer they're in the gym together it's mm-hmm. the raptors against harden and the rest of the, the guys at the run right yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. it's um you know it, the chemistry's there and i guess that's another reason why Masai didn't tinker with it right yeah there's no need to there's really no need to let this squad ride it out because you don't know how it'll affect, you know, the chemistry at this point. And it was different too. I feel like bringing in a guy like Marc Gasol because Marc Gasol was a vet yep. that was very careful about fitting in. Right. Right. And that was, and so you don't know the next person that you do try to do that with, especially right. when you think back to last year, how differently things would have went. If remember people wanted them to get Miritich. Yeah. <laughs> who's not even in the league anymore, first off, <laughs> right, right? right? Who who the Raptors sent his ass back to, to play wherever he's yeah. at now. I don't know. He ran to to the, the Euro League, no? Yeah, yeah. But it's just weird, right? How these trade trade deadline moves could work, but you're lucky enough to see it work out with Marcus All being such and a did, vet that wants to come in. With Miritich, didn't he end up on Milwaukee? Yeah, he was on Milwaukee. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, no. I remember. Yeah. Oh, trust Careful me, what I you asked for, kids. I remember uh, Styles checks in and says, I was watching the ESPN feed and they were freaking out over TD2. I mean, what's not to like, right? Yeah, yeah. What's not to like about my guy's game? Also, did you have something there? I was just saying that, that you know, two years ago we were complaining that the U.S., but the, everybody that is jumping on that bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Right? Everybody in the South is jumping on that bandwagon. I saw something today on uh, First Take. They were arguing about who's the second best player in the East. And they were talking about something. And Jay Will, like, cut off someone else and was like, I think y'all are forgetting about Pascal Siakam and the Raptors and blah, 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 blah. And just kept going on and on. I'm like, wow, this is. Yeah. Yeah. When when Terrence Davis didn't make the, the rising star, was it Barkley that said I don't know. There was, there was, oh, there was somebody. I didn't I see it because, and I didn't, I remember, see, it, I didn't I see it, but I, I remember hearing trust about it. it to be Barkley yeah. because yeah. I feel like Barkley doesn't know anyone yeah. beyond 
Kyle and Pascal yeah. on the Raptors. But it, but it, it was it was surge and it, it was it was somebody. <laughs> there was just like that kid in Toronto, Terrence Davis. It's yeah, a shame yeah, he was. Yeah, but maybe but, Kenny. Maybe, but but it, it was just just the fact that th- people are actually starting to take notice. Yeah. And this is our. I don't even know how many times we're on ESPN this year, right? It's so it's you know pretty good. That's for sure. For for those for those that cared about getting the the TV coverage and 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 all the big uh, sports people actually speaking about the Raptors, we're here now. We're here. <laughs> it's great to see. No. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Steven checks in on Twitter and says, "I uh, this was Kendrick in response Perkins. To- Sorry, it's Kendrick Perkins. You're right. Uh, someone did the chat. It was Perk. Hey. Yeah, it's my people. Hey, 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 hey. Um, Steven checks in on Twitter and says, this is in response to our talk about Terrence Davis. He says, he can't finish a massive dunk, then responds with a massive block right after. You can't teach what he has. Definitely. Right? (laughs) Definitely. That's just will. That's want. But also, I feel like, you know, when Serge came in and, like, you know, hits him during his his post-game interview, that's also seeing how the rest of these dudes play. Yeah. And how they leave it on the line on both ends of the floor. And so, as the rook... You have to do the same, right? Definitely, and 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 it's just, it's just anybody coming into this team now, mm-hmm. it, like these are champions, right? Yeah. It's not just that team from from Canada, yeah. right? These are the NBA champions. Totally. So if you want to play, right? And I think it's also seeing again this, the stories of Fred and and, and Pascal. Pascal is a first round pick, so let's talk about Fred, who mm-hmm. coming from being undrafted, unheralded. Putting in work in 905. Putting in work in 905, and now where he is, Mm -hmm. right, going up against Steph Curry in the NBA Finals, everybody can look at Fred and say, I can be him. Yeah. Right? Or I want to be him. And you're right. Terrence Davis legitimately said that. Yep. Right? Like, in the offseason, he said he, because he had the exact same scenario play out as Fred Van Fleet did in terms of the draft party, and you're with your family and friends, and you got to go out in front of your family and friends yep. and tell them that you you didn't get drafted. Yeah. Right? But also, see all the sad faces. Believe in yourself enough to tell everyone, it's okay. I'm going to be all right. This is still going to work out for me. Mm-hmm. You believe that, but to hear both of them describe that moment where you're seeing in people's eyes that they might not believe you. Right. Yep. Right, like how heartbreaking that might have been, but instead you turn that into fuel and motivation, and you come out on the other end and prove yourself right. Bet on yourself as a theme. Yep. What's what's norms? Understand the grind. Is that yeah. norms? Right, but all those things play a role into these dudes that you see on this team. And even hearing Terrence <laughs> Davis talk in that post game about kids, it's you know it's just about work. Yeah. That's all it is. Just keep working. All the stuff that people don't see behind the scenes, that's what it's about. And, and, that shit's and, real. And shout out to Masai and Bobby Webster for being able to see that these guys have that type of heart. Yes. Right? Because yep. like, we live in the, bas- in the basketball world and Twitter world where everybody has their own YouTube mixtape. You know, these guys are all AAU, all Americans, and yep. they go to big time colleges. Not everybody has that, that you know, I'm going to fight through whatever. Right, everybody thinks they're coming in entitled, and I'm just going to be a star and make millions and millions of dollars. Right? Not everybody has that. I'm going to work to get to get there. Yeah. Attitude, right? Mm-hmm. And Messiah keeps finding them. You're right, and people are starting to notice as people in the chat right now are telling us that Jackie McMullen and Paul Pierce today were bigging up Nick Nurse for Coach of the Year yeah. this year, and I, I think like 
I mean, that's an obvious choice. Paul Pierce is talking positively about Toronto. Who used to say they don't have it. Yep. Right? <laughs> uh, we the Mutt, who I love that handle, by the way, one of our regulars, <laughs> checks in and says, I love the chemistry and trust with our roster. OG struggled in the beginning, but Kalo and Fred still trusted and he had a good game. Yeah. That part is so true because there are numerous times where, you know, OG would fumble the ball or whatever. Freddie would come right back down, give him the pass. And it's just great to see this team clicking on all cylinders as, I mean, they just continue to do it. And when you think about the way that the Eastern Conference is shaping out, obviously Milwaukee appears to be running away with this regular season. And, you know, to me, I, I kind of wonder, do they like shift down a gear at any point, or do they keep going full tilt, knowing that they should have learned last year mm-hmm. that the playoffs are definitely way more important than getting 60-whatever wins. But whatever, they're doing their thing. Let them yep. do their thing. We know the trades that Miami just made. So Miami adds Jay Crowder and Andre Gudala to playoff dogs yep. to their team. So that's interesting. But Philly seems to be in shambles. Boston can't seem to really stay healthy all at the same time. And we know the troubles that they might have inside. Right. We just saw the Pacers for two games. And we know Philly's locker room is in shambles right now. Yeah. The East is a wild, wild place right now. But the second seed, as the Raptors continue to look like they're going to solidify or at least try to solidify that second seed, what do you make of the East right now, man? Um, I mean, it's it's it's... It's wide open. Yeah. Right? I mean, everybody keeps saying, yeah, we need to get to that second seed to avoid playing one of the top six teams. But you realize you're when you go into that, that first round against and you're the second seed, you're probably playing Kyrie. Right? <laughs> yeah. Kyrie in the Nets. Right? And if anybody can win a series for you in the East, it might be Kyrie. Right, he, he he not against the Raps defense. No, no, I'm just saying that he 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 has that. You know, the the Nets. Obviously, it's a different organization, but the Nets are kind of like the Raptors, right? Like they have a bunch of guys who 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 are there to fight. Like Spencer Dinwiddie does is is he could be a Raptor, he could be Fred. Right, you're saying yeah. Right, so I don't know that, that, that I don't think that that's a runaway series, right? Orlando is probably the runaway series. Whoever gets Orlando first round, I think that's the only that's the only really given. Mm-hmm. I think yes, Toronto's going to beat the Nets if they play. I know what you're saying it's still a hard series. Nobody, it's, you can't really say like I hope I play Kyrie Irving in the first round. Like you're not going into that and saying like wraps in five for sure. Yeah, you're not going. You're not saying that. It'll it'll still be a series where you got to show up and you're definitely going to have to like execute a game plan to exactly. you know. Try to slow Kyrie. But I know what you're saying, though. And, and hey, Marcus Gasol is out right now. Yep. They said he's not. they're not going to bring him back until after the, the All-Star break. Exactly. I think that's the right call. If Kyle's banged up, you might want to give him a bit of a rest. I think Freddie, just by nature, might need a bit of a rest at, yeah. at certain points. But the way that this team is playing, the way that a guy like Terrence Davis has shown that he can fill in, you might, you might think about, if you're the Raps, hey, Give Kyle a night off. Hey, give Freddie a night off and let Terrence Davis cook a little yeah. 
for a little longer, right? But yeah, well, that's way, the same Kyle thing we were saying bad. about Boucher, right? Like, like what you don't want right now is for Sirs to overexert himself. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So obviously, you're playing Indiana, and that's one of those. You know, so these are two big boy games. That's mm-hmm. one of those teams that that you're gonna have to get through in playoff time. But you know, maybe playing Brooklyn and Minnesota. You, you give Serge a little bit of a break as well, right? And, and, and give Boucher some more minutes. No, totally. Totally agree with that. But again, Toronto Raptors with a huge, huge win for their franchise record 13th straight win and 10th straight win on the road. Raptors win 115 to 106 to complete the sweep in a home and home against the Indiana Pacers, who. Our pretty good Eastern Conference team. I'm very impressed by these, these two performances from Definitely. the Raptors where you think they're on the brink of losing the first game at home, pull off an 11-0 run to close it out, yep. and then come back into their building and just basically win wire to wire. I'm impressed. Or as someone wrote in the chat, I'm sorry, I, I can't scroll up to see the name right now, but they said what I always love to say are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Are you not entertained? This Raptors team, man. So much fun. 13 in a row. Can't believe it. Diversified Youth checks in and just says, Raptors equal art. <laughs> <laughs> For those who have never played this game, play close attention and you can learn a lot about how defense leads to offense. Totally agree. That is a great point for any basketball fan to really pay attention, man. Like, if you're coaching little kids playing basketball, the Raptors are a great team to watch because everything starts on the defensive end, and they get out and run, and they just stay on it. That's how you win a lot of games. I I know I said this very early on in the season, and I probably didn't articulate it well, but it's kind of proving out now. And it was the Raptors, like, if you just play hard, and play with effort night in, night out, you're at least a 500 team in the NBA. I know that sounds crazy, but you're at least a 500 team in the NBA just by giving heart and effort every night. And you're seeing that and more, obviously, with the Toronto Raptors because they have a roster filled of guys doing that, and they just don't let up. Doesn't matter about back-to-backs, travel, on the road. You're getting good effort from these guys night in, night out, and it's a treat to watch. Q, the peoples want to hit you up. Where can they find you, man? Uh, shout out to all the people. I, every time I log into Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. there's always some miscellaneous person. I'm like, who are you, Adam? <laughs> and then I then I see the see the the Twitter handles or whatever. I go, hey, from the podcast. Yeah. So shout out to all you people. Uh, you can reach me personally at simply underscore just underscore Q. That's Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. and then also. You can hit up either myself or Foots, whoever, which one of us is monitoring the the, the social media at DDS Caps. Yes, Check us out at DDScaps.com. Hey, no, no, no. DDScaps.com. Support the movement that is DDS. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. Of course, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Love when you guys join us, especially on these Friday night Raptors games. Raptors win, Raptors win, Raptors win. Appreciate you guys tuning in live on Twitter for each and every Toronto Raptors game. Again, your only live and interactive Toronto Raptors post-game show live on Twitter at Shell Alexander. Always taking your comments and questions there. Same thing goes for Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. Like and subscribe. Keep the conversations going throughout the pod or whenever until the next game is. Tomorrow night, going for 14. 
go for 14 against the Nets. And of course, please like and subscribe, support the movement, tell your friends that are like-minded Raptors fans as we got ourselves on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Tell your friends, especially the big up the regular squad on the pod, the regulars that are in Instagram. Really appreciate you guys. Diversified you. Don't worry, I got you. Appreciate you guys for sure. Really you do. Because as always, I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the wrap it up on Blast Raps postgame show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, tomorrow. See ya. We're all night. Oh, blast.